And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Welcome back. And with me today is Philip Mina. He is uh, located in Germany in the town of Vecta. And uh, he does, uh, he's an avid street photographer. He's a school teacher. And he does a lot of very interesting projects. We're going to talk about some of his projects and some of uh, his regular street photography work. And, you know, we'll just shoot the breeze and talk about, uh, talk about photography. So, Philip, uh, thanks for being with us today. Well, thanks for having me, Bob. I'm really excited to be on the show. Yeah, uh, me too. Me too. Um, you know, I've I've been following your work for a while, and uh, uh, just you know, I, I like the projects you do. You stay focused on on different projects, and uh, just a very interesting guy. But anyway, before we get into that, why don't you just tell everybody a, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well. I'm 35 years old, and I live in in Fechter. It's in northern Germany. I do photography for quite some time, but just like these snapshots when we were traveling around. And um, I got into street photography actually um, on my around-the-world trip with my wife. Um, We did a sabbatical um, two years ago. And at the end of sabbatical, we were in Vietnam in a town called Hoi An. Um, and my wife uh, did a workshop for these lampshades they do uh, in this town. They are very special for this. But I don't, didn't want to do this workshop. And I, I said, okay, if you do the workshop, I'll do intentional street photography for two or three hours. That was just, that popped up in my head. I don't know why. And then... <laughs> <laughs> then I walked around the town and, and shoot the people. And, you know, in Vietnam, everything happens on the street. And they have markets and workers and everything is on the street. The sun was shining. It was really cool. And I got really into big flow. And then after that, I don't know, the photography world changed for me, actually. <laughs> uh-huh. every, every town we went into, I was just looking, oh, that looks cool. That looks cool. Let's do street photography here and there. Yeah, and that was the beginning, actually. Yeah, who wants to do regular travel photography? Take a picture of the Eiffel Tower or take a picture of the Matterhorn or whatever. You know, the people and what happens on the street is so much more interesting. Yeah, it is. But but before that, I was doing the same. You know, I, I traveled a lot before, even on that world world trip. I was traveling like eight months already and just just photograph the things i like but not i always focus on oh i need to to shoot that building because it's old but no people has to be in it it's just the building but mm-hmm. now everything changed like it has to be a people uh, like a, a man or a woman or a couple or whatever in it no like i will never shoot like buildings without people anymore <laughs> yeah yeah i know what you mean so where all did you, um, well, when you were on the world trip, where where did you do street photography on the world trip besides Vietnam? Yeah, that was the end of our trip, actually. It was in, oh. in, in May 2019. And um, we had like two weeks left. Um, and then, yeah, it was just Hoi An. And then we traveled to, um, to Hanoi in the north. 
and I did some street photography there. Um, and I did like some some shots I I still really really like, even it was like two weeks into my street photography journey. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, then we got back to Germany for like six or seven weeks because we were really tired of traveling. And then we went back to South Africa for three weeks and I did some, but just some street photography in, in Cape Town and Johannesburg. Um, but that was not like the same in Vietnam. It was really different, but still mm-hmm. cool. And then, yeah, when I got back, that was the mid of July then. I I bought a new camera, but focused on landscape photography here and there because I thought, well, how should I do street photography in my little hometown compared to the streets of Vietnam? <laughs> that was really like a big problem to me. And then, yeah, I, I just I just stopped taking pictures on the streets because I thought, uh, no, I have to do traveling to do street photography. But then the coronavirus came and I was like, yeah. well, what do I have to do now? Um, I need to travel to take pictures, but I want to do pictures. So then I challenged myself in my little hometown. I brought, like, I write down some some small letters with with street photography topics, and um, mm. I picked one letter a day, and it was like a special color or like light and shadow lines yeah. or whatever, and just picked the the um, picked it and and went out for like two hours, three, just shooting that topic. And um, yeah, that's how I started here in Germany, actually. And and if you do have a topic or a trigger in your mind, you see like, you see it everywhere. Yeah, that's a great idea to do that. I know um, I had Valerie Jardin a couple of weeks ago, and she has a book uh, with like 52 street photography assignments. Yeah. Which is real handy. If you can't think of anything, you open the book, choose a page, and do that. But yeah, I like the random letter idea too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that, yeah. And then I did it like nine days in a row, and then I was pumped, and I couldn't stop actually. And then the lockdown, <laughs> um, the lockdown was shut, or how you call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then I traveled to Hamburg for a day. Brim and all this stuff. I do Fechter like almost every week. And in the summer, I went to Amsterdam, Cologne, where I studied, Frankfurt to meet some people there. And then we went to um, to South Tyrol in, in Italy uh, with my wife. And then there was like this small town called Brixen. Mm. And this was like, you know these small towns in Italy. You yeah, have, you've been to Italy. You told me so. Mm-hmm. That was so nice. Just walking around there on on different uh, different hours on, at that day, like in the morning, the evening. The sun was different, and I shoot some. Like I really love this small city, and yeah, I, I can't stop doing street photography. Actually, yeah, it does that. You know, another good thing to do is. Um, have somebody come visit you if they can and take them to see your town. I, I, I did that. I had a uh, matter of fact, it was a guy that was, uh, it was a guest on a podcast. Uh, we did a podcast episode about uh, um, 
Fredericksburg, Virginia, which is close to me, they have their own yeah, yeah. street photography I collective. That, yeah. I listened well, to one, it. Yeah. yeah, well, one of the guys, uh, Sean, came to my town with his wife and their dog. And so we got together and, you know, I showed him around and, you know, we shot uh, street photography. And, you know, they're in, the, in my town seeing things with a new eye. Yeah, true. And so I saw things and found things that I, I normally just pass by. Yeah, that's well, the people always tell me when when I visit them, like in Cologne or or the the good friend of mine who lives in Frankfurt. When I visit him for the first time, he was like, "Oh, I'm so excited! How you explore my city? Yes, <laughs> how exactly. you see how you see the things here? Because I did it like ten times, twenty times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you get tired of it, but actually, yeah. the stuff is very interesting. So it is. Yeah, yeah. Even when you live in a small town. So let's yeah. uh, let's talk about your projects a little bit. I mean, one thing that caught my eye a while back was on your blog. You did a um, you did a yearbook, right, for the year twenty twenty, which not it was not exactly a banner year for street photography <laughs> because we were all locked down. For me, for me, it was. <laughs> well, for you, it was. That's good. That's good. So anyway, uh, and and I was thinking. Or I am. I'm going to do a book of my own. I mean, not to publish it around the world or anything, just really for my own use, maybe family and friends. And I saw your book and I, uh, your project, and I thought, let's talk about this. Yeah. So okay. you know what? Uh, you know. So what's behind it? Well, tell us about your experience creating this book. Well, that was really. Painful experience on the one <laughs> hand, and, and on the other hand, it was really exciting. Actually, um, in 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 March 2020, when I really started street photography here in Germany, um, I decided very early that I want a book at the end of the year with my favorite shots. That was really in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I, I and then um, I was a little bit influenced by this. Um, by a street photography, um, uh, street photographer from London called Sean Tucker. Mm -hmm. He's uh, really popular on YouTube, yeah. and and he he did these yearbooks like for the fourth time now. And I I bought one of of those books, and um, yeah, that that experience uh, that um, influenced me a lot. And then um, over the years. Um, when I, I I knew there's a shot I really like and I want to have it in my book, uh, I put this um, keyword in, in Lightroom, like street photography yearbook. And wow. so, yeah, and then over the years, some some photos got in, in this uh, keyword, how do you call it? Keyword, Rasta or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and... Um, yeah, and then when 2020 was over, um, I think it was in January, I um, I had some time because of the next lockdown again. <laughs> and then I I went through all my pictures and, and put the keyword on the pictures I liked. And yeah, and then everything started from there, actually. So you had, you had, you had everything keyworded. So then what you just did a... Um... Well, not a search, but you did a filter in Lightroom. Yeah, yeah. Them all up. So did you have more than you could possibly use in the book? 
um, I had around, I think it was around 100 mm -hmm. of, of photos I had in, in the keywords. And then I don't know how many were are in my book now. It's like, yeah, it's 76 pictures okay. got in my book. I had like a, the first version was um, with around 70. And then mm -hmm. um, the cool thing in Lightroom is that if you have uh, a book, uh, made in Lightroom, you can um, ex per no ex how do you call it extract or in, into a PDF file. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I I watch uh, I looked at the the book on a on a screen in PDF file, and I was like, well, there are some pictures I'm missing ex actually. And then I uh, did a new book that was well with more than eighty pictures, <laughs> and then I looked at it again, and I was oh that that's too much. <laughs> and I did a new book with less, uh, less pictures. And I was like, okay, no, I really want to have all the pictures in the book because it's mine just for me, which I really like. And then the end version was with 76 pictures. Actually. Yeah. Cause they have yeah. to be in groups of four, right? Um, no, in groups of two. Oh, just groups of two. Okay. Yeah. Groups yeah. Of four. So like one, I have one picture on one page. Okay. Yeah. 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 I like how you did that. There's a, for those listening to this, you, you, well, you should, you definitely need to go to his website, but um, he has a photograph of the book uh, in the, um, in his blog post, I think, or maybe that was your trial book. Uh, no, that's the book actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that was the, I have two now actually, because this oh. one, um, I did it with, um, with blurb in mm -hmm. Lightroom. And um, I, I want to have my book in, in a square format because I just don't like portrait pictures in a um, in a landscape format book and vice versa. I just don't like it. So yeah. it was for me it was from the beginning on. I needed square format, and they offered it. And um, yeah, when it came, I really liked it, but it was too small a little bit to me ah. yeah i need it and then i did a um i did it in how do you call it in in, in another publisher in germany mm -hmm. um i did it a little bit bigger like four centimeters that's how much is it in in inches i don't know like one two two inches bi uh, bigger i think Okay. And uh, I got that one and I do like the format there more, but the quality of the pages are not as good as the one at Burp. So Really? Yeah, it's the Burp. I had a um a test kit from Burp. They sent it to me and then you can look at all the pictures how they are printed on on the um test kits and and you see how how the color photos and the black and white photos uh reflecting or not if it's uncoated paper or not and, yeah. and then yeah and, and i decided because most of my pictures are in black and white so i decided to to take the um the pages and and the paper um with the best um how do you call it best mm. look for mm -hmm. in black and white yeah yeah so probably more of a matte paper yeah it was matte yeah 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 so it's a standard paper actually not oh, really, really special yeah it was a standard that stood out to me well that's good to know yeah so 
when you when you made the blurb version, so you, I see Lightroom integrates with with blurb. Yeah, and then um, or you can use the blurb. You can download the the blurb software mm-hmm. and use that instead. But, but if I hear you right, you use the uh, Lightroom version instead. Yeah. yeah, I did everything in Lightroom because like it's really easy. I had. Um, at the bottom, you have the line with all the pictures, and you just grab one picture, put it in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one um, picture for one page. It was quite easy, and yeah, it's just the the one I didn't like in Lightroom was with the um, to get in texts into the book. Uh-huh. That's not really comfortable to do. <laughs> so I struggled a little bit, but um, yeah, it was fine as well. And then. I created uh, a cover. Um, yeah, I like your cover. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it's a it's a perfect year to use Roman numerals. What to use what? It was it was a perfect year to use Roman numerals. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. The Ro- yeah. The Roman ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I had Sorry, it in you call it something different. But. 2020, yeah. and then yeah. I was like, "Oh no, street photography 2020." That this just does not look. And then <laughs> I had the idea, okay, just use Roman numerals, mm-hmm. and then it was MMXX. Well, that was cool, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next year, it won't be so cool. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, and then I did that with uh, the Affinity um, photo app for iMac. Uh, for, it's like Apple. Um, I created that. Just really easy. I, I just like um, I like it minimalistic. And that's why yeah. I did it that way. Yeah. 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 Very good. The um, Yeah. It seems like the, the Blurb app or the, for the Mac does a better job if you want to add text. Okay. I haven't tried it, actually. Yeah, I, yeah, because I, I was playing with it in Lightroom, and it seemed uh, it seemed difficult, but I was thinking of putting text on some of the pages. But uh, that's good to know you had an easy time with it. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to put something special into the book, but just not the pictures only. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, I was influenced by the the book from Sean Tucker, and and he had these these quotes from his own YouTube channel yeah. uh, he did, and I was yeah. like, well, a quote would be cool, but I don't have any quotes from from me. That's right. <laughs> and That's then right. Um, yeah, over the year, um, I I looked into a lot of street photographer books, and um, the most influential book was uh, the Magnum Streetwise book. Yes. Um, yeah, I really like it, and um, he did I looked at job. it a lot. And there are so many cool street photographers inside with with a little text about everyone. And here mm-hmm. I know they talk. And then I said, okay, well, that's a cool quote, and that one, and that one. And then I marked it mm-hmm. for like over the year, and was like, maybe I put it in my book. And then, um, yeah, that's how that's how it worked. And yeah, I had just. I don't know, four out of the book. And I was like, well, I need some more. And then I Googled some, <laughs> put it into a pages file. Good and, idea. And yeah, and just chose that that quotes I, that I really liked and put it just random into the book. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you have the Magnum Streetwise book. I, I have it yeah. too. I love yeah. it. 
Yeah, I actually interviewed the the guy who put it together. What a, what a project because he got to m- meet all the Magnum photographers and yeah, talk about photography with them. Yeah, it was yeah, and he's a great photographer himself. Yeah, I I, I have listened to a podcast as well, but I don't remember which one. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was a couple of years ago now, I think. Yeah. That, that, so that's cool. So are you happy with it? Or, you know, if, yeah, at the end, actually, it is the photo book I have looked at most of all photo books I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just lays on, on the, the table and I grabbed it every now and then and just looked to it. And I was like, wow, cool. I was there. I did that. That's mine. That's, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know... I mean, it's nice to see things online. This is coming from somebody who publishes a digital magazine. Yeah. But there's no substitute for, no, there for is no. seeing a photo in print. Yeah. I know. I've just started printing my photos. I, For the longest time, I didn't. And finally, you know, I started to do it. I don't know if you can't see too many of them back there behind me. We, we have a video feed, so you can see a little bit of my office here. But. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. nice, yeah, nice, nice to print them. But a lot of the ones behind me are people who've been in the magazine and were kind enough to send me photos. But I've got some of mine up there too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about this because I want to do it as well. I I can actually, I don't know if you know what Costco is. It's a big, big store here in the U.S. and they have a, a pretty good photo department, and I have a big have a big credit from them from mm-hmm. uh, a trip we took that we booked through their travel department and they gave us like four hundred dollars in, in wow. photo printing which expires in two days by the way but their books aren't nearly as good as as blurb and some of the other some of the other printers yeah but still so it's not cheap I mean, I, I have no, no. 76 pictures in it mm-hmm. and it's like about 40 pages or a little bit more. Yeah. And it's not cheap, but it's worth it, really. Yeah. I mean, how many times are you going to do it? So Every year. <laughs> Every year. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's why I choose the, the, the um, Roman numerals, because yeah. then it's MMXX1 and then yeah. MMXX2. Yeah. So I... I try to do it every year, and then maybe in five years, I, I have a collection of my own books. That's really yeah, cool thing. That's great, and you can just yeah. pull them down and look at how your work has evolved over the years. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, would you do anything over again? Was there any like mistakes you made that you wish you hadn't made, and next time you'll do something different? Well, no, actually, I'm really satisfied in what i did and um i i don't know how how the next books will turn out because i don't know how i will evolve in my street photography but but you i send you the pdf file and and um i really like these um pictures with a lot of contrast with really dark shadows and Mm -hmm. highlights and minimalistic um photos that's what i really like but that's not the only thing i do so most of the pictures, um, I think it's around a third or something, uh, in that style. But then I do also have like this, I call it classic street photography pictures on my mm-hmm. own, um, where I just walked around the street and, and took some pictures. 
Then I put that inside, and and then I, at the end, there were all these color photos. So I separated a little bit from mm-hmm. each other, and yeah, I'm really, I don't know how how it will evolve if I if I do more color or or more portrait shots in the future. I don't know. It's it's just yeah. Well, let's see. Yeah, that's right. Let's see <laughs> yeah. how it goes. Do you? Uh, how did you decide to sequence? What to? How did you decide what order to put them in? Or is it just time wise? You know, from January through. Oh no, that's December? that's what I didn't want. Um, yeah, I did some some photo books on, of my travel journeys, and that was always like time wise. Mm-hmm. Um, but now here I um, I put. Um, First, all the pictures uh, of the category I just told about, like these minimalistic ones and this really okay. light, dark light and shadows, because um, that's the genre I'm I'm really into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I, I put them at first because that's the pictures I really, really, really like. And then, yeah, the next were the the black and white pictures, like called this classic street photography. And uh, the next category was, like I told, the the color classic street photography. And at the end, I put some night street photography pictures because I I just started night street photography, um, and I really like it. So the the last three pictures are all from from here out of Fechta. And uh, one of the pictures is one of my favorites of the whole year. And, and, it, and it did a real big print uh, behind acryl glass. Uh, and it's, yeah, it's here in my office, actually, mm-hmm. right next to me because I really love it. Um, yeah, and then in these categories, I did some sequencing as well because I wanted to put the pictures next to each other that, yeah like match actually and that was really difficult and i saw them a lot but just on screen i know a lot of people like they um print everything and then then they put it on the floor and did but i did everything on the screen and it was yeah painful (laughs) experience (laughs) but but worth it actually you learn a lot from it yeah you do yeah yeah, you do. Next year, it'll probably be totally different. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So then you did uh, another project, you said. Yeah. Just shooting in your town, Mystical Vecta. Mystical Vecta, yeah. Yeah, so what? what's that all about? I know you're stuck. You can't go anywhere. You're, yeah, there was. Hometown. Right. Um, yeah, I was stuck in my hometown, and... And it was winter, actually, and I wanted to do some pictures at night because uh, I was really exciting to do night street photography. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was just wandering around my little hometown one day in January, and I had one um, one place in my mind I wanted to go, but everything else was random, and, and I did some pictures. and. I put uh, the the Fuji in, in black and white, and and I saw everything in black and white. And and when I got home, I was like, "Well, I really liked that one picture. Um, it was like a, a old woman on her bicycle, 
riding on a sidewalk under a lamp mm -hmm. uh, and yeah and then these trees were without all these um how do you call it? they were just yeah like in winter the trees how, how do you call it leaves. they have no leaves they no have leaves, no leaves yeah. yeah yeah and and i was and the shadow uh, from the the tree was on the floor and everything and and that picture stayed in my head for days really yeah. yeah and it stayed in my head for days and i was like that has something mystical in it and that popped up in my head and i was like okay in february i do a little project just february mystical fechta i go out of my hometown uh, in, into my hometown when the sun went down and do pictures with mystical stuff in it <laughs> that's how it started actually <laughs> yeah like yeah. the caskets <laughs> yeah yeah i yeah that's um uh, through a window yeah yeah um yeah that was mystical i thought and it's yeah yeah it's, yeah yeah i see you um yeah you you, you changed the um uh the settings uh, right because you use the custom settings in the in the camera oh by the yeah. way Uh, Philip shoots with Fuji. You know, I talk about it all the time. Uh, <laughs> but I do. I don't know if you listened to our last podcast or talked talked to uh, Richie Rush, who's an expert in in yeah. uh, Fuji, uh, uh, what he calls recipes. And so I was excited when I saw you did that. But um, yeah, it was the yeah. first time I used it actually. Yeah. I, Usually I, I shoot only in RAW. And then um, when I did this this project, I wanted to minimalize everything. Yep. Just to, to um, uh, oh no, I missed a word, um, to um, challenge myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to do. And, and I, I just wanted to try the, the JPEG film simulation and I put everything into ACROSS. And then I, I just fiddled around, put the noise reduction down, the lights down, the shadows up. And then, yeah, I decided to take this and went out with the film simulation. I called it Mystical Fechter in my Fuji. Yeah. And just put it on every night I went out. Yeah, that yeah. makes it it makes it simple. Yeah. And uh, I really like the fact that you can you're actually seeing the world in black and white. I think it helps a lot. Yeah, yeah, it helped me a lot. Yeah, and you don't have to, you don't you don't have to think in your head. Well, what tone is that color going to be? Yeah, and yeah, I yeah I've been doing that a lot myself. And are you um, are you shooting uh, manual? Uh, manual? Yeah, I, um, at night I was shooting manual all the time actually. Okay, because I wanted to to have the shadows really dark mm -hmm. and. Um, Yeah, it was fully manual, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that that's good. That doesn't leave anything to chance. Yeah. Because if you leave things in automatic mode, especially when it's dark like that, you could miss a lot. Yeah, yeah. But even even that, I like the ISOs was up to 10,000. <laughs> But I don't care, actually. No. It's, it's just, I like the noise in, in the pictures. Yep. Um yeah and and when I when I started the project the first day um it was rainy a little bit and I was like okay I don't care I love the reflection when it's rainy it just went out to 
to a church. Oh yeah, on, on an, at one day, I just looked up in the internet all the churches in Fechta when they do have masses. Mm-hmm. So if there is something special around the church or something, That's so a good idea. Yeah, I, I went there um, to I don't know, I think it was like to three uh, three churches for three times actually when there were masses and the first picture was on the first day actually when I went out and and then this old woman came out with the umbrella and then the churches in the background and the reflection of the light uh, the. I was like, well, that's a cool project. <laughs> I, I really loved it. And then I went out like five days in a row because I was so pumped. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Nobody should be feeling bad. They have to stay at home and can't go anywhere because there's so many interesting things to do. Yeah, you've yeah and, and I was out lesson. in Fechter a lot, but only on uh, daylight. And that was the first time, actually, I went out at night and, and I saw a different town. It was yeah, that's different true. From every, every corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love night photography and don't do enough of it. And, yeah, of course, here in the U.S., we drive everywhere, you know, yeah. so everything's so far apart. And... A lot of downtowns are just closed up. There's not much going on. So seems like uh, seems like over in your area that there's there's still a lot of life on the streets, huh? Well, it was hard to get some in, but yeah. I waited a little bit. And sometimes, like street photography, is about luck as well. Oh, so, absolutely. Yeah. So I just waited, and if. No one came, then that's it. Came back the next day. Maybe I've lacked that that day. Yeah, so that was a really cool project. I really loved it. And I had a lot of pictures, but I uh, also wanted to challenge myself to put it like a selection of 10 or 15 mm-hmm. final images. And that was really hard again <laughs> to decide. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think... You know, when you have limitations, yeah, um, you you become more creative. Um, especially, I, that's good. I mean, it's your own website, it's your blog. You can have as many photos of you as you want. But if you impose that limitation on yourself, then you become a lot more uh, picky, choosy about yeah, what yeah, right, what goes on there. So, and if I put you, like thirty pictures in it it's it's Much. not just it's just one out of 30 but now yeah, i have exactly. like i don't know 12 or something and it's yeah that's all the pictures that really stood out to me and and like i said my hometown is really small like just thirty thousand people live here so there's not really much to do but still a lot to uh to discover so in your small town or People starting to think of you as the guy with the, always walking around with the camera. What's he <laughs> yeah, taking I pictures? I don't know. It's a little bit spooky because yeah, I'm, I'm really at daylight. I'm I'm the only one with the camera outside. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, but I don't know. I'm I'm thinking about like at the end of the year, maybe doing a a, a project or like a exhibition or something in this small town to to get people mm-hmm. to know street photography here in Germany and also in this small town. And, and I, I'm thinking of really t- 
talking to someone here who's responsible for exhibitions and, and ask him uh, if if I can show my work somewhere and and really to to show just pictures from Fechta maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what they say: if you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have some ideas in my head, but but let's see when the lockdown is, is over finally in, I don't know, how many months. <laughs> but then I can catch someone to ask, and, yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, and you'd be surprised. You, you could form a group of people to do street photography in your town, and it'd be a lot bigger than you thought. Yeah, and... And um, on Instagram, I, like I, we have a, a really good um, street photography um, com community in Germany. I think we do have mm -hmm. a lot of collectives, and yeah, now everyone knows each other a little bit from yeah. Instagram, and and some people like now Fechter, and then. Every now and then when I put a photo up and I was like, well, that's all in Fechter. How do you do it? And and they just don't know that they live in, in bigger cities, but you can do street photography in, in every small town, I think. You just have to to look, discover, yep. challenge yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what else are you working on? Um, I do have a YouTube channel, um, and I mm -hmm. put some some YouTube videos uh, of my street photography walks. I started everything with these POV videos, but now it's it's more like uh, also a little bit documentary. Um, mm -hmm. And I have this little project called uh, Street Photography in, in uh, yeah small town street photography actually in, in rural areas. Hmm. Um, and I put like two videos out now, and I think that's a project I will extend. And um, I drive to to small cities uh, around Fechta and um, do some pictures here and there, and and just to yeah to do like I said, street photography in small towns, and not only in in Hamburg, Cologne, or whatever. Um, just to look what what's around the corner. And I, some people um, commented on the videos that it's cool to see someone who do street photography, not in this big cities like Bangkok, London or something, that also to to make photos in, yeah, small towns. Yeah, I agree with that. We're always looking for people who are doing work in, in other places. I mean, we see lots of photography in New yeah. York. I mean, New York's a great yeah. place to shoot and a very exciting. Yeah. Lots of photography in London. But um, there's a lot more places. There's a, a guy here that shoots a lot in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. He does some yeah. wonderful work there. Yeah. And, you know, we see it all over the place. So uh, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. So what have you learned from all this? What do I learn from all yeah, of this? Yeah, what have you? Yeah, what have you learned? What's been your biggest learning experience? Well, that street photography is my passion actually now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just a hobby anymore; it's really a passion, and and I I I'm really glad that I got or that I dive really deep into it because um, it's it's something I can do 
everywhere at any time, whenever I want. And that's what I really like about it. Um, and in, in, yeah, in one week we have the Easter holidays here. And mm -hmm. even though we're not really allowed to travel, um, I will visit a friend, I think, in, in near Cologne, where I studied for a long time. And then I try to, to shoot somewhere around there just to get out, clear your mind, do something on the street. It's healthy as well because I do a lot of kilometers or miles yeah. for you <laughs> when you're out <laughs> yeah. and you have fresh air. And yeah, I love it. It's just, I hope I, I will do it for the rest of my life, actually. Yeah. So what, what does your wife think about all this? It takes time. It takes time, yeah, but, but she, she likes the output and, mm -hmm. and she's supporting me. That's all, yeah. And if, like, like I said before, we are traveling. Usually we are traveling a lot, like we did this world trip and, mm -hmm. um, and I can't wait to, to travel again with her and, and combine traveling with street photography somewhere all around the world now. So, yeah, come, yeah. come on back over here. Yeah. I, I will if the pandemic is over. <laughs> that takes One some time. <laughs> we're supposed to go to Europe in September. Yeah, uh, I, ho I hope we can. Yeah, where do you want to go? Well, we're going. Well, we're um, we're going to go to um, Portugal. Oh yeah, and Spain. I want to go the southern part of Spain, Almeria there, and. Uh, Stop by Madrid, and then we'll go to Barcelona, and then yeah. then we're catching a, a boat. We're going to go on a small ship cruise to Athens, and oh yeah, we'll go to okay. you know we'll go to Corsica and Sardinia and Malta. So you will and, discover more than I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then hopefully I can meet one of my very favorite photographers in the world in, in Athens. Hopefully she's going to be there at that time, and uh, then we go back home. So we'll be cool. there probably three weeks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I think po Portugal and, and and Spain and Italy and and Greece these are really really good uh, countries to do street photography. At. Yeah, yeah. It's warm. People are outside, yeah. and a lot of people who went to Portugal or, or Lisbon or something. Or Lisbon, it's called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they said it's one of the best cities to take pictures at. And I, yeah, that's what I'm planning as well, but not yet. Yeah, huh? Not yet. <laughs> yeah. We can travel here. We just don't. Yeah. We can, well, I don't want to get on an airplane. <laughs> no, I can drive, but, but you drive in, in, yeah. in the U S. Oh yeah. Are lot. the hotels, hotels and motels open? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Here. No. You just you could just can stay in a hotel if you do um, it for yeah, for business. Yeah, yeah. You just can't travel. But they are debating today the ministers. So I don't know. Maybe some uh, hotels will open, but I don't think so. Not yeah, that's that's tough. I know. Yeah, the yeah. UK is closed down completely till June twenty first. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, our, our vaccine is going well, so 
Yeah, here we're not not that fast. That's what I heard. I'm surprised. Yeah, me too. I'm surprised because you know you're a leader in you know the vaccine uh, discoveries or whatever science. But I do like I in um, in October I have the plan to go to Japan. Oh, wonderful! And um, for like yeah. 10 days or 12 days on, on my holidays. and But yeah, it's just a plan and I really want to stick to it, but only if it's possible. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. But who, who knows what will happen in, in, in October? It's like six, seven months. I, I, <laughs> I, I quit guessing. I, I yeah, thought it would you, be you over. Can't. Yeah. You just can't, yeah. You can't, yeah. yeah. But that's a big real plan to, to go to Tokyo and around there and do street photography. Wonderful, yeah. 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 Well, that's great. So, Philip, um, I guess before we go here, why don't you tell everybody where they can see your work online? Yeah, I do have a homepage. Um, um, Philip Minos, P-H-I-L-I-P-P-M-E-I-N-E-R-S. De. It's in German and in English. Um, and you can find me on uh, YouTube as well with the same name. And on Instagram, it's um, my underscore photography. Good. I just followed you back. Good. I thought I was already following you. I didn't. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Thank that's you. good. All right, and we'll put all those in the uh, we'll put all, all those links in the uh, in the show notes as well. Oh, yeah, well, that's great. Well, Philip, um, thanks for doing this. I know we we planned it a, quite a while ago. Yeah, and uh, so I'm glad glad we were able to do this. Yeah, and thanks for having me and reaching out for it. I'm I'm really like. Like I said in the email, I'm a, I'm a small fish in the big street photography ocean. <laughs> you know but, what? Um, Everybody yeah. likes to know about interesting things that other people are doing. And you're doing some very interesting things. So Thank you. I'm glad everyone have a chance to yeah. see what you're up to. Thanks for having me. Thank you.